Well, welcome everybody. Welcome to the podcast where today we're going to take a focus on our facilities and one of our new slogans uh, that we just came up with is moving Mountain Brook forward. And when we say that, we're talking about our new facility projects that are um, totaling up to about $75 million worth of projects in each and every one of our schools. We're excited about this process. This has been a process that's been going on for a long time. And before I talk about that, I need to introduce you to the guests that I have with me. Um, Donald Clayton, principal at Mountain Brook Junior High. Hello, Donald. Hello, boss. Good to see you. <laughs> and Mr. Dave Reese, who is a parent in Mountain Brook, but also architect for Turner Batson. So, hello. Hey, <laughs> glad to be here. Good. I'm glad you're here. It wouldn't be much about podcast without you. <laughs> we'll being see. Here. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> I couldn't handle the architectural speak. So. <laughs> so anyway, if we go back in history a few years, um, uh, right when we were coming out of the recession, one of the things that the board realized is that we need to take advantage of this time and just evaluate our facilities. And so we hired an architect firm to come and do an audit of our facilities and they gave us a list of approximately $89 million worth of work <laughs> that needed to be done, um, which really uh, kind of shook us to our core. And so we went to the city, we uh, came up with a plan for a, a tax millage increase, which the uh, community was so gracious to um, approve. And um, and now here we are. Just a few uh, months ago, we had tremendous interest rates and were able to um, sell bonds at a tune of about $75.5 million. And we have a master plan um, moving for our Mountain Brook forward. But today we're here to talk about the junior high. And I'm really excited about the work at the junior high that's taking place right now and what the junior high is going to look like in the next year it's just going to be super exciting and i think uh it will actually change the landscape of mountain brook city not just the junior high mm -hmm. and so um enough about me talking let me get talk to these two guys and let's kind of take you through the process we talked about the audit and the um the tax vote and the bond issue and now Donald, take us through um, when you received that audit from the architectural firm um, and we walked through it. Uh, take us through what you did and what needs we actually had at the junior high. Yeah, it's, you know, been a pretty lengthy process as far as, you know, getting information from a lot of different people, talking to parents, talking to faculty members, staff members, students as well in our building to kind of figure out what are the the physical space needs that we have. And, you know, the, the thing that pops out um, has always popped out is kind of like the flow and the continuity of our building. Mm -hmm. uh, many of you have been in our building before. Some of you um, graduated um, from Mountain Brook and came through our school. And so you know what the flow is like. We've been lucky over the years to be able to add things here and there, but it became really segmented. Um, and it was really just uh, a challenge to move our kids through the hallways uh, to get to different parts of our building, especially ninth graders going from one side to the other. They would, we had we travel them outside, and I, I was telling Dave this earlier. It's a really neat thing that we're right in the middle of this community, right in the middle of a neighborhood, and, and we're in this family atmosphere because it fits us culturally. 
However, we want our kids to be able to stay in the building. We want them to be able to transition easily within the time frame that they have. So that was a big thing, the continuity, the flow, and, and just general safety for our mm -hmm. students to be indoors um, as much as possible. Um, we also definitely needed and, and, and wanted some updated classrooms, um, some with some natural light in them. Um, and just a, a, a we, we've got several that are really great, um, and our teachers are, are wonderful at making any space work, but we also wanted to, to get some updated classrooms. The, another thing that was big that popped up, and this is probably something that was um, more of an administrative thing, was uh, trying to figure out lunch. Um, you know, mm -hmm. as our population's grown through the years and getting them into the lunch space, and we've done different things along the way, but it, 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 it holds us back in the creative things we can do with the schedule by not being able to feed but a certain number of students. Right. Well, those were all big needs. And, and then we could just always say that the school was over 50 years old, mm -hmm. and um, it needed a whole lot of work. And I see Dave shaking his head like, mm -hmm. yeah, like a whole lot of work. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was, it's real fortunate that we had this time to do this. So we did all this work, and, um, and then we hired uh, architect, the board hired an architect firm and Turner Batson. And Dave, um, you uh, did such a great job in your presentation, and your, really your company did. And we were thrilled to work with people like y'all. And then as you started your plans, lo and behold, if we didn't have two or three floods. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the first thing we had to do um, before we even tore down any part of a building is we had to evaluate what can we do about this water flow in the junior high. Because if, you, if you're a parent at the junior high, you know that we've had to cancel school and also have um, – you know, an E-Day, and even late starts because of flooding that's taken place in our cafeteria and in our um, in your offices, Donald. You've become a quite the swimmer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or if you, I mean, if you have a social media account, you've seen all three administrators knee-deep at least. Yeah. Um, so. so let's go ahead and talk about that first. And um, we felt like we had to do something with that, Dave. So wh what were some of the ideas that we came up with? Well, I think the city's taken a, a lion's share of that work in improving that detention pond that's in front of our right. building. And really, that's taking a, a whole bunch of water from the community into one space. And then going, it actually goes under the building. There's a 60-inch pipe that goes under the building, yeah. uh, hopefully, when it's not maxed out. And I think that's what's happened is that pipe gets maxed out every now and again, and then it floods and floods into our space. So we're trying to control that water before it comes onto our property to make sure it goes to a safe place. The other thing we've done just in the last two weeks, yeah. since the last flood, we've had three since we've been on board. Um, <laughs> and I think I was the second person you called this time. <laughs> um, we're actually working now to, to raise the whole building. The, the whole design of the building is going to be raised seven inches, which is basically one step to r really, we think, do our best to if, if water does flood in that parking lot, it's got to go another extra seven inches to get up into our building. Um, so there's some logistics involved with that, but uh, we think it's the right thing to do at, at this time. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and I, I appreciate you. You, uh, you were either the first or second person I called <laughs> and said, you need to see this because it's fine that it floods right now with this old building, but 
it can't happen when we have the new building. And you came up, and I know y'all had some lengthy conversations with Tommy Pruitt and other staff and uh, B&G just to kind of say, what can we do? And so I'm really appreciative of not only did you, you know, come up with drawings and plans for our building as you thought they the needs were, but then as you realized that um, there was a, we were in the middle of a floodplain mm-hmm. that um, you worked appropriately there. So thank you for that. So my next question is, you you got the job. I think the next day your staff was at the junior high walking around with uh, Donald and his staff. And so you heard some of the needs. And so what were some of the things that you were thinking about? Well, first, just gratitude from the opportunity to, to get to work on a project this special. And it's special to me for a lot of reasons, but um, my wife Amy and I moved to Mountain Brook when we were pregnant with our oldest child. So mm-hmm. moved just because of the school system, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we just knew how excellent it was. And now I've got three kids all at Mountain Brook Elementary um, and have had just exceptional um, teaching and family there. So just the chance to be a part of what y'all do so well. Mm. Um, the board is phenomenal. Obviously, Dickie, you're exceptional leader. Um, so just getting to be a part of that culture was was huge. So huh. that first day, I was still kind of mm. levitating, I think, when I came to meet Donald. <laughs> and then I'd heard so much about the junior high in terms of the excellence of education, and I got to the building, really, and I hadn't been inside the building uh, except a couple times in the gym. And it was it did not come close to matching the quality of the education product or the quality of what Mountain Brook Schools is. Right. Um, and then Donald is just such a vibrant personality. You just want to please and accomplish his goals. So mm-hmm. it's trying to merge that culture with architecture, and that's the best part of my job, right? Yeah. So um, it all kind of elevated. You know, a, a program looks like words on paper. But mm-hmm. once you get to connect with eyes and ears and voices, then it really makes architecture fly, I think. Well, so and I'll tell you what I appreciated so much in those early conversations. Dave, Dave didn't – he didn't come in and say, well, you, what do we need to fix here? What do we need to fix there? He wanted to know about our culture. He wanted to know where we were going, what was it like in the building. I mean, we spent – massive amounts of time talking about the vision um, because I, I think that was another thing that popped up in in all of our conversations was the structure I've heard Dave say this a hundred times the structure of our building didn't match the culture and the goals and the direction and vision of our building and that's just something I, I really really appreciated mm-hmm. um, early on because it can look like a whole lot of different things um, but his his ability to to start there meant a lot to us. Yeah. All right. So, Dave, you get the job. You're levitating. Which was, which was <laughs> I'm not fun. sure I've come back to ground yet. <laughs> but, uh. And um, you get your team over there. You have these conversations. So other than saying, hey, I'm going to fix the bathrooms or build new yeah. bathrooms, that's not really the way that you think. So kind of tell us what you were thinking about the junior high and just how you go through a process. I, I guess there are a couple of things. From the outside, I th- I, it, it, wouldn't it be amazing for, for this building to reflect the both the history and the scale of, of, of Mountain Brook, which mm-hmm. has such beautiful um, history and um, detailing. Uh, obviously, the building presently does not reflect that. So the chance to 
maybe insert a little bit of, hey, w what if this building felt like it might have been designed back in 1929? Mm -hmm. um, so we um, had the idea of developing a, a stone turret there at the front entrance to, to kind of to, to proudly say, hey, this is the, uh, this is the, the junior high. And then uh, incorporating some of the detailing from the beautiful neighborhood right across the street. You know, those are gorgeous buildings that we'd like to kind of reflect that, hey, this feels like it's a part of this community. Mm -hmm. um, and then obviously just natural light, bringing, bringing light both into the space to feel welcoming on the inside and also on the outside was important. And then just the transition the, 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 from the parking lot to the building was was not ideal presently. You had to kind of right. stop kids and let them pass in a certain way. And now we've got this kind of generous uh, front porch, we call it, mm -hmm. uh, that allows kids to be kind of in a safe place on the other side of the, of the, uh, of the parking area. So um, I, um, hopefully all these kind of blend together to make a building that feels like it may have been here for, for years and years let when you walk in, it's going to feel very um, updated uh, and modern uh, and certainly very welcoming. Yeah, okay, so the, under the initial drawings, you know, when, with the audit, it was like, yeah, y'all could build a building over here by the tennis courts. Mm -hmm. And you had that, and you came and said, is this what you're asking us to do? Mm -hmm. And we said, no, we want you to dream. We want you to see what's best for the junior high. Talk to Donald, talk to the all the staff, talk to whoever, whomever you need to talk to, come up with the best idea. And there was no bu new building by the tennis courts. You you talked about restructuring the whole front. Um, and even to our surprise, a three-story building. So talk to us about what y'all's thinking was about that. Well, it's uh, it needed a transformation, right? It needed a big step. I think mm -hmm. the, the facility may have suffered a little bit from multiple small steps that mm -hmm. were kind of like, hey, what's the quickest, cheapest way we can solve this issue? And then when you look at it in, in, in you know, years down the road, they have the relationships don't work as well as you'd like to. So it took a bold move, mm -hmm. um, which means we're going to we're going to suggest or actually we're starting today tearing down the uh, the 1950s building. The oldest building is going to be torn down and replaced with a three story building that will really help unify the campus in a circulation standpoint, allow the, the levels of, of the, the classrooms to connect so you can go from the second story, second floor of the Overbrook building to the second story of the, of the, uh, the building with the cafeteria without, without having to go up and down stairs. Yeah. That's, that's, that's going to transform the way yeah. these kids. Uh, huge. Um, then there's this common space that I think goes to the heart of what, who Donald is and what that school is that, um, kind of the heart it lacked a heart of uh, mm -hmm. of campus so we've got this two-story volume commons area that has this uh, open stair that goes all three levels that I think is just going to feel like home when you get there it's going to feel like the heart of campus it's a very sprawling campus but it needs a, a, a wear within the campus itself mm -hmm. um, then there's other parts that we've got this main street now that helps organize the counselors and the nurse and a computer self-help uh, spot. We've got new um, uh, locker rooms for uh, uh, PE kids, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, to me, one of the one of the most important things as a dad in this community is uh, the first floor is going to be a hardened space. So it's designed to 
in the case of a tornado, it's designed to uh, take a 250-mile-an-hour wind, which is any storm that comes through Alabama. Your child will be safe in this place, and it's designed to be big enough for every child at the school, every every um, teacher at the school, and I think even a spot for the administrators <laughs> there too. I think. Thank you for that. Yeah, <laughs> but so so it's a it, it, you know going there that you, that your child is safe no matter uh, yeah. the weather that hits our state, which I think is a a great investment that the the board has has made mm-hmm. in this facility. Yeah, I tell you one thing that uh, always struck me about the junior high is that you never knew where to go in it. You know, there were these doors, and you'd see a sign junior high, um, but you didn't know what what door to go in to go to the office and this you've done a great job of saying here we are you right. know here's the door so yeah. and i think anita uh, that and the other nice thing i think is it feels very welcoming at, at the entrance but <coughs> when eight o'clock comes we're going to close down the other uh entries so that is a very secure place which is mm-hmm. important in, in today's environment to come in check in check your child out from one place rather than Right now, if you came in the front door, you can kind of get anywhere in the on the campus, and now we're going to be able to control that a little better. But it still feels very to the heart of your welcoming place, I hope. Yeah, Yeah. so Donald, when you saw these drawings, what were some of your initial thoughts? I, I mean, I don't, I don't know that I had – I was I was just floored at, at how he was able to make all of that come together. And there's so many details in there, minute things that – um, that just brought it all together, but we were we were um, overly excited when we saw the the first drawings and and you know I, 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 we didn't have any words for it because we were just kind of shell shocked <laughs> you know that well, it, it could funny, be this you know because we went on some tours on campus and yep. uh, so there was a time where we had to go through a gym to get to another part of the gym and I was like did we just have to do what we just did? Yeah. <laughs> and we came back next time and said, what if we did, made these couple of moves, which was, yeah. It was, ma- that's, that is a, we never saw that piece coming, connecting the back part of the building. And when we took that walk, I think that's, I think that's when it all, I mean, that, that just blew me away. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think you, you've given us, Dr. Barlow, examples before in the past of, you know, when you live in something for mm-hmm. a long period of time, um, there are things you just stop seeing, right? Because it's it's your space, and you getting fresh perspective, fresh eyes, and a professional like Dave to do that um, to come in there. It just it it opened up a whole lot um, more than I probably could have dreamed it doing. Mm-hmm. But I can't say enough about your team because we met with how, how many teachers we met with so many of your staff. We brought in brought them in um, a lot, yeah. And just allowed them to dream a little bit, and just just and sometimes when you get in your hole, you're not you don't open your eyes a little bit, and giving them that chance, I think, m- it made the building so much better, and Absolutely. it made me want to design better. That's right. Um, and so, how many we we met with? Uh, I mean, twenty or thirty or ten at probably, least. At yeah. Least, yeah. And here's another part that I didn't really see coming. I knew that we were having issues with the cafeteria as far as size, but y'all designed the um, auditorium and the cafeteria and the outdoor space and changed that. Tell us about, about the thinking behind that. Well, we we talked to Dave about wanting an ability to serve and feed more students during one lunch period. Um, but we also talked to him about the need for a multi-purpose space that can 
house a whole lot of different meetings or events. It can be professional development space for our teachers. Um, and we really just kind of dropped that those needs in the in in his lap, and 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 then it just started running. And he, you know, he came up with this. Go ahead, Dave. You can tell us kind of what that space looks like. Well, uh, we're basically uh, enclosing that outdoor um, dining area that's near the parking lot, so expanding the cafeteria all the way out there, and we're able to eliminate the hallway that's between the cafeteria and that space. So you're kind of getting double extra space uh, when we do that. So we're also adding some win extra windows in, in mm. both the cafeteria and the multi-purpose space that I think will make that, that more inviting. So uh, how do y'all have six different sittings? We have six different which lunches. Is, I mean, currently, I mean, we yeah. we feed over over half of the day. <laughs> so um, we're we're glad to get a chance to improve on that. Well, um, all right. So Donald, quick question. This is just off the hip. You look at all these plans. What's the thing you're most excited about? I, the way it matches um, our feel and our culture. Um, I, I think when people walk in, they'll they'll be able to feel um, wh who we are um, just by the openness and the welcoming approach. And I just think it, I, I'm I'm very excited about there being a space that fits us. Mm -hmm. All right, Dave. How about you? I mean, you drew it. Is what's what's <laughs> the thing that you're so excited about? Um, it's honestly these pe the the people that I've gotten to connect with. Mm -hmm. um, that that's the most i love the design i really do mm -hmm. uh, I, and i i'm only one guy of an extraordinarily talented place turner batson is they are talented talented folks so there's a lot of people who have put their best into this but what i right now it's just the relationships that have developed and this building is only it's a reflection of that it's a reflection of you guys and that mm -hmm. board and all the people we've talked to so and then uh, my son, Luke, is going to be on mm -hmm. the, f the first group to, to get to be a part of this, which yeah. is, as a dad, that's pretty cool, too. That's awesome. Yeah. So I guess one of the last questions, when do we think this will be done? So it's starting. Well, we're, we're, we're pretty sure it's, um, it's scheduled. We're, we're tearing it. We're, we're starting construction. The start of the day after school was out, right? Mm -hmm. um, They're actually doing demolition starting today. Today. Most of the steel for the job has already shipped and is on site, which is phenomenal because the, the culture right now is it, it's great. There's, de there's delays in construction materials. And this job bid back in, in February, so we were able to get – we got a great low bid. We were under budget. We were able to go ahead and pre-order most of our materials. So we shouldn't be hindered by material shortage. There will be an issue or two, I, I, I think. But, you know um, – we we expect to do a lot of work this summer, and then but be done by uh, the the next school year. So this summer, the next school year will be in temporary facilities, and then back the next school year we'll be back in this new building. So mm. what's that? A class of what do you call that? Class of what? Uh, twenty twenty fall fall of twenty two. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure which group that is. Yeah, you should know that since you're signing ah, there. <laughs> so two summers and one school year. Yeah, is the is the goal. Great. So he mentioned um, 
temporary classrooms, Donald. And so what are we calling those now? <laughs> well, there's been, I like calling them um, cottages, learning cottages. Some people say pods, but a group of students that were just given tours a few minutes ago have felt like it fits in with Mountain Brook better if we call it a learning village. Oh, okay. So now it's a learning village. All right, the learning village. And yeah, uh, the I, learning village. I laugh because I, you know, as we've kind of torn down part of the building and taken everything out of the rooms and you go in there and you go, oh my goodness, we should have done this 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, these rooms are, they need a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And then I walked into the learning village, yeah. if you will. And uh, I'm pretty impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, tell, tell, um, tell Dave what some of the teachers said when they walked in there. Yeah, I, they were, I mean, pr- pleasantly surprised, you know, with all the space in there and thinking it was a, I know that it's better than the trailers I, I learned in and in eighth grade so they were they was we had some teachers that were very excited about the space so said it was nicer than their classroom yeah that's right (laughs) (laughs) so but that won't be true in two years that's right well i'll tell you the thing that um i think of three words when i think of uh this this project one is i think a safety for our students um i think we're we're gonna handle that with this new building um i think of the flow of the school it's never had a good flow and with your design and your team that what y'all have done dave um and donald is you've created a just a beautiful flow of the building and the last thing i will say that the word that comes to my mind is just it's just beautiful Mm. and we're so excited about it seeing seeing it come to fruition and so guys thanks for your time sure and uh thank you thank you your vision and uh, we can't wait to um, do some more updates, but uh, I'll go ahead and say here in this June day, can't wait for another year and a half to see it uh, <laughs> That's right. see it open up. Thank you, guys. For the rest of you, thanks for listening, and hope you have a great summer, and uh, we'll be back to you, with you soon. Bye-bye.